The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss Morgan State versus Grambling State, the game played on September 28, 1968 at Yankee Stadium. And here was the backdrop. The year was 1968. Now, this was just one year after the summer riots of 67, and the worst of them was in Detroit. In March of 1968, the U.S. committed the Maylay Massacre in Vietnam. In April of 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. In June of 1968, the Attorney General of the United States, Robert F. Kennedy, was assassinated. The nation was ailing. But something else unfolded in 1968. It was springtime, and Howard Cosell, arguably the most noteworthy sportscaster of his generation, produced an Emmy Award-nominated documentary. It was called 100 Yards to Glory and it put a small HBCU team from Louisiana, Grambling State, on equal footing with the likes of Notre Dame. Now, the New York Times declared this a don't-miss documentary, and the documentary drew the attention of many, including those from the New York Yankees organization. On September 28, 1968, in Yankee Stadium, in front of over 60,000 fans in the Bronx, Louisiana's Grambling State Tigers and Baltimore's Morgan State Bears met, marking the first time that two HBCU schools would play one another in New York City. Now, the game matched legendary coaches Eddie Robinson of Grambling versus All Banks of Morgan State. This is the story of Morgan State versus Grambling State, the great game played at Yankee Stadium on September 28, 1968. The event was more than just a football game. It captivated a nation. The Grambling State Tigers. Now, this was a pronounced legacy long before this game. In 1941, at age 22, Grambling hired Eddie Robinson as the head coach. Now, Coach Robinson had no assistance, no budget, and did nearly everything from mowing the field and taping the players' legs to all of the aspects of coaching the football team. And in his second season, 1942, Grambling did the impossible. They went undefeated, untied, unscored upon. And if this feat is not remarkable enough, consider this. Grambling had a male enrollment of 67 men, and 33 of which were on the team. Now, on the team was Fred Hobie, who would go on to be the most winning coach in Louisiana history, but in basketball. And he put out Willis Reed to the NBA, who would go on to lead the Knicks to their NBA title. Coach Robinson, he sent over 200 players to the NFL, AFL, CFL, including 
Paul Tank Younger, the first African-American quarterback to be sent into the NFL. Buck Buchanan, he went to the AFL, and he was the first African-American player to be taken number one. He led the Kansas City Chiefs to two Super Bowls and winning Super Bowl four. And later, well after this game, Doug Williams, the first African-American quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl win, he played at Grambling under Coach Robinson. Now, the Morgan State Bears were on equal footing with Grambling. They had a pronounced legacy as well. And what a legacy it was. It was Eddie Hurt who coached Morgan State from 1929 to 1959 to 11 undefeated seasons. There was this 57-game span that Morgan State had from 1932 to 1939, where Coach Hurt's Morgan State Bears posted a 54-win, no-loss, three-tie record, 57 games without a defeat. His dynasty won two HBCU National Championships. And his 1943 team, they were undefeated, untied, unscored upon, the last Division I team to do this feat. He was followed by Coach Papa Bear Banks, and Papa Bear Banks carved out a legacy of his own. Now, Papa Bear Banks was hired in 1960. His 1966 team won the Tangerine Bowl, the only major bowl appearance by an HBCU team in history. Coach Banks sent 35 players to the NFL, including Willie Lanier, who led the Kansas City Chiefs to two Super Bowls, winning Super Bowl four. Running backs, Leroy Kelly to Cleveland and Freddie Fuqua to Pittsburgh and tight end Raymond Chester of the Oakland Raiders. Now, the the buildup for the game was simply off the charts. Here's just a snippet from the New York Times that day. Grambling faces Morgan State before 60,000 here today. The contest at 2 p.m. between two of the nation's finest small college teams made up predominantly of colored players is being sponsored by the Football Coaches Association in cooperation with P. Ballantyne and Sons. Now, all of the proceeds of the game known as the Invitational Football Classic, will be donated to the Street Academies program being operated in New York City's ghetto area in the New York Urban League. It goes on to say, this article, that they printed nearly 65,000 tickets. And prior to this game, the record at Yankee Stadium for a football game was 74,000. That was the 1946 clash between Army and Notre Dame. It goes on to mention other games that garnered much attention at Yankee Stadium like the 1950 Classic between uh, Army and Michigan that had over 67,000. Yankee Stadium put out a media guide whose headline read Grambling versus Morgan State, Invitational Football Classic, Yankee Stadium, September 28, 1968, 2 p.m. Grambling entered the game 0-1. Morgan State entered the game 1-0, and they were riding a 26-game winning streak. Still, Grambling was favored by seven points. But they had lost the week before as their starting quarterback, Jimmy Harris, was injured during the game. And for this game, they were going to start a sophomore quarterback. 60,811 people attended the game in the Bronx between Grambling of Louisiana and Morgan State of Baltimore. For the game itself, in the first quarter, Morgan State opened up the scoring on a 48-yard touchdown pass from Harrison to Raymond Chester who would go on to play in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders. Morgan State led 7-0. In the second quarter, Grambling State scored on a 33-yard touchdown pass from that sophomore quarterback, 
to Lewis at Morgan State and Grambling were tied 7-7 going into halftime. After a scoreless third quarter, in the fourth quarter, tied 7-7, Grambling was held on downs deep in their own territory. Again, this is the fourth quarter. So Grambling lines up the punt, snaps the ball, punts it, and Morgan State's Raymond Chester, the same Raymond Chester who caught the touchdown pass, the same Morgan Chester who would go on to win Super Bowl 15 with the Oakland Raiders, he blocked the punt, the punt rolled into the end zone for a safety, and now Morgan State led 9-7. to So down 9-7, to Coach Robinson inserts the injured starter into the game, Jimmy Harris. Now, his first five passes were incomplete. After an exchange of possessions, with just under four minutes left in the game, Grambling had one last shot. The ball was at their own 23-yard line. Harris engineers a long 76-yard touch, or excuse me, 76-yard drive down to the one-yard line. This is when things got a little dicey. Coach Robinson calls timeout with 20 seconds remaining. With 20 seconds left, he could have opted after that timeout that Grambling would line up for a field goal and would have won the game. But he decided to play for a touchdown. With no timeouts left, Grambling from the one-yard line handed off to fullback Henry Jones, who dove into the line and gains one foot. Now they're at the two-yard line. Tick, tick, tick. Time is running out. On the last play of the game, again, they hand the ball off to the fullback, Henry Jones, who dives into the line again and gains one foot. He was stopped one foot short of the goal line. And Morgan State snuffed Grambling's attempt to go in for a touchdown. So the final score was Morgan State 9, Grambling 7, in front of 60,811 fans at Yankee Stadium. Morgan State had extended its winning streak to 27 games, and Grambling fell to 0-2. The New York Times article read, Grambling's bid fails on the one-foot line as time runs out. The aftermath. Well, in the 1968 season, Morgan State would go on to an undefeated season, and Grambling would run the table. They would finish 9-2. and two. There were 31 players from that game who would go on to play in the AFL, NFL, and CFL. Morgan State's Raymond Chester, who scored the Bears' only touchdown and blocked that punt that led to the safety that won the game for the Bears, he would become one of the greatest tight ends in NFL history. Grambling's James Harris, who almost missed the game with that injury, but came on in the fourth quarter to almost lead the comeback, would become the first African-American quarterback to start in the NFL. The game itself, that 1968 game, morphed into the New York Urban League Classic, which was established in 1973. It was later renamed the Whitney M. Young Jr. Memorial Classic. The annual game raised funds for college scholarships for low-income students from New York and became a tradition in the Bronx for 40 years. Grambling's coach, Eddie Robinson, he would go on to coach at Grambling State till 1997. That's 56 seasons, compiling the third most vi- uh, victories in college football history, 408. 17 SWAC championships and 27 consecutive will- winning seasons. Morgan State's Papa Bear Banks. Well, his numbers would prove equally staggering. He won 76% of his games, had a 31-game winning streak, and three undefeated regular seasons. HBU, HBCU football would become a mainstay in college football. From the Bayou Classic to the Battle of the Bands, HBCU football is now thriving. And next year, Notre Dame 
is set to play host to Tennessee State University at Notre Dame Stadium, and the game will be broadcast nationally on NBC. This will mark the first time in Notre Dame's history that the Irish will play at HBCU school. This would have made Howard Cosell proud. This was the story of Morgan State versus Grambling. The game played at Yankee Stadium on September 28, 1968. The event was more than just a football game. It was an event that captured an entire nation. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.